Athens, Georgia is a home to a multitude of sports teams at the University of Georgia, at local high schools, and in the surrounding community. Every team, every athlete, every coach has a story. As students in the Sports Media Certificate at UGA, we go looking for these stories. We're bringing you some of them to you here in the Carmichael Sports Media Institute's podcast series. Hello and welcome to the UGA Sports Media Podcast. Today is Thursday, November 11th, where we will be continuing our discussion on Oconee County High School fall sports and winter sports. I, Hannah Donison, will be hosting today's episode alongside Oconee County High School beat reporter Michaela Goff and North Oconee High School beat reporter Katherine Lewis. This week, we will talk about fall sports, how they did this season and in the postseason, and take a look at the upcoming winter sports. First up, we have Oconee County football, who have been having a great season. They are still in the playoffs and have a game tomorrow night. Michaela, can you tell me more? Yeah, so the Oconee County football team had a really strong season this season, and they're looking to build on this upward-trending momentum as they head into the first round of GHSA state playoffs tomorrow night, chasing the state title. Last time we talked, the Oconee County Warriors took on the Monroe Area Hurricanes and ended up narrowly losing by a score of 17-14, to thus ending their undefeated season run. While this was a tough loss for the Warriors, they were able to bounce back with a win over Stevens County, 16-7. Oconee County ended the regular season with a huge win over Franklin County, winning 48-6. That night, Oconee's offense spread out the ball for six different players to score throughout the night. So the Warriors ended their season 9-1 and will face an 8-2 Aidersville team tomorrow night at 7.30 in Oconee County. The Warriors are heading into this game ranked second in Region 8-3A. Wow, it looks like they're having a great season and I wish them the best of luck. And I heard that you just got the chance to talk with Coach Travis Nolan about their season as a whole and their playoff game tomorrow night. Let's take a listen. Hi, Coach Nolan. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we really do appreciate it. I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about Coney County's football season as a whole. So after the way that the season played out last year for this team, what has kind of been the team's mentality heading into this year? Well, I mean, we've had a great year. We're 9-1. You know, I had a chance to win the game that we lost. And um, so I think they've been very focused and uh you know, maybe achieved a little more than maybe people thought we could. and But it's been a fun group and a good team to coach. So this Oconee County football team is currently 9-1 and one on the season and is ranked second in Region 8-3A. What do you think has been some of the major keys for success this season for them? Uh, just consistency. You know, our guys, have, uh, especially our senior class, have been around a a lot of winning in their four years here and so they know what it takes to be successful and they've done a really nice job of uh, being consistent in how they go about approaching each and every week. So throughout these 10 games, what has been something that you've noticed that this team has really excelled at? Like any particular position or any particular things that they're just doing well right now? Uh, Just the fact that they play well off of each other. You know, there's been games that have been really close scoring games and um you know then there's been other games that you know either one side of the ball played better than the other but i think it's what good teams do is they just play well off of each other and however the game flows they've been able to work through and find a way to win most of them 
so can you talk to me a little bit about that team atmosphere and that team bonding? Um, what has that been like this season? It's been really good because if you don't have that, then you don't have winning, period. Um, you know, our guys care a lot about each other, and we, we're big on common sacrifice within our program to where it doesn't matter if you're a kicker or, or a quarterback or an offensive lineman, they all pay the same price during the spring and summer, and therefore I think it helps them when things do get tough to know that they can count on the guy beside them. And, uh, you know, but the biggest thing is is there's no egos uh, here in our program, and it's all about the team, and uh, those guys really buy into that that philosophy, you know. And I think that uh, the thing that you, there's two things we hope our guys walk away from this program, uh, you know. I hope they learn to develop a work ethic because we tell them all the time: if you learn to work hard, you'll automatically separate yourself. Because a lot of people don't like to work hard every day. And uh, the second thing is, is you know, we want them to understand to be a part of something successful it has to be bigger than you uh, than in, as an individual. And if you can put other people first and have a servant-type mentality and how you do things, then you're going to have a chance to be successful no matter what you decide to do in life. So looking at that 8-2 and two Adairsville team, what do you think will be some of the biggest challenges that Oconee County is going to have to overcome in order to possibly win? <laughs> Yeah, we just got to play. They they run option style offense, and so we've got to have a great eye discipline defensively, and we got to be where we're supposed to be. Uh, you know, they score a lot of points, and so we're going to have to play really good defense. And then on offense, we got to take advantage of the scoring opportunities when we have them, and uh, hopefully give ourselves a chance to win it. You know, late in the game. And I are you expecting this to be a very close game that comes down to the last couple minutes? Yeah, I, mean, I do. I, I think that's that's the mindset you got to have going into any playoff game because nobody. I mean, they they're not in the playoffs because they're not good. So right. You know, we got to be ready to play for forty eight minutes and then some if it's called for. So that's the way we approach every every playoff game. Absolutely. Well, best of luck to you tomorrow night, Coach. Thank you. Good luck to them in the rest of their season. And we have another playoff game playing in Arconi County School District tomorrow night, right, Catherine? Yeah, so North Oconee started off slow this season, but they really found a way to turn their season around. Um, the team's last loss was back in early September, and they won six games in a row to actually pull out the win in 4A Region 8. So in their last game of the regular season, the Titans knocked off the number one team in the state in Jefferson High School, which also clinched the region title because they are region competitors. The final score there was 11 to six, so it was a very defense-dominated game. This was actually North Dakota's first region title since 2012. Wow. Also on October 29th, North Dakota took the first score of the game after a blocked punt turned into a safety. Later in the first half, the Titans took advantage of a good field position and Dominic Elder ran the ball into the end zone for a 9-0 lead. Beginning in the first half, Jefferson attempted to come back with a quick touchdown but failed on the two-point conversion and didn't end up scoring again. 
So the football team is really in a really good position entering the playoffs now. And to begin those Georgia high school playoffs, North Oconee will take on Miller Grove on Friday, November 12th at 7.30, and that'll be a home game for North Oconee. And if they do win, they'll advance to the second round of playoffs, which will be played on November 19th, where they will play the winner of Spalding or Troop County. Wow, after a slow start losing a couple games, North Oconee has been able to come out on top winning their region. That's phenomenal. Staying at North Oconee, can you talk about how the volleyball team is doing? After the interview with the Machado Twins, I've always been invested in their team. North Oconee Volleyball wrapped up its regular season on October 16th with a 2-1 loss to Flowery Branch. They finished fourth in the 4A Region 8 after going 5-5 five and five against fellow region competitors, and overall they went 14-18. and 18. And despite that losing record throughout the season, the team did still earn a playoff berth. Unfortunately, the Titans lost in the first round in a hard-fought match against Marist in Atlanta, which did end their season. Morgan Morale earned Defensive Player of the Year, and Lexi Spencer won Offensive Player of the Year and Most Valuable Player. And we talked earlier in the season about how this was a rebuilding year as they transitioned to a new coach. So to see this team still make the state playoffs and have a little bit of success against region opponents is a great start to a team looking to mesh with that new coach. Wow, with a new coach and making it that far in the season is amazing. I can't wait to see how they do for the rest of their time together. Staying on the topic of volleyball, how did this end of the season go for Oconee County Volleyball? So the Oconee County Warriors volleyball team finished 42-7 and on the season, so congratulations to all of those girls on a season well fought. And 42 wins are a school record at Oconee County. After such a successful season, the Warriors did make it to the Final Four before falling 0-3 to the number one ranked Sandy Creek. Grace Wenrich, who we've been talking about all season, reached an incredible milestone in her career and got her 1,000th assist on the season during this game. Wenrich was also named to the AVCA All-Region Team, which encompasses six surrounding states, and she officially signed to continue playing volleyball at the collegiate level at James Madison University on November 10th. Additionally, the Warriors had six players who will participate in the GACA Coaches All-Star Game. These players are Grace Wenrich, Brinley Bartlett, Marilyn Whitner, Braden Cock, Bailey Bartlett, and Isabel Miller. I feel like every team we have talked about today so far has had an amazing season. From the beginning, Oconee County Volleyball had a strong team and they made it very far. How did the Oconee County Softball team do, Michaela? So the Oconee County Softball team finished their season with an 11-16 and 16 record. The Warriors actually scored on a walk-off against Rockmart to punch their ticket to the Sweet 16. During this game, the score was tied at 8-8 eight and eight with Ava Moon up to bat. Moon swung on the first pitch, sending the ball into center field, which allowed Delaney Braswell to score. Unfortunately, the Warriors lost in the Sweet 16 to Pike County, 0-4. Despite that loss, Ava Moon's at-bat will be something she'll remember forever. Hopefully the team will remember what worked well and use that to their advantage next year. Staying on the topic of softball, North Oconee had a season they will never forget. Catherine, can you tell me more about how they did? Yeah, so in late October, North Oconee softball went to Columbus to compete for a state title. 
So they started off their playoff run by defeating Northwest Whitfield and Madison County in back-to-back -back games on October 29th. Back at it on October 30th, North Oconee beat West Lawrence and Heritage. And that same afternoon at 3 o'clock, the Titans took on Central for the state title, but fell short in a 4-2 loss. Due to her performance this season, Casey Holloway was invited by the Georgia Dugout Club to compete in the Senior All-Star Game this Saturday, November 13th. Um, this season, as a pitcher, Casey Holloway recorded 14 wins and two losses, and as a batter, earned 39 RBIs and a 419 batting average. Holloway, as well as Kendall Wells, were both named GHSA Region 8 for a co-offensive players of the year, and Cameron Harkey, Caroline Branch, and Maddie Johnson were named to the region first team. So needless to say, this North Dakota softball team had a fantastic season, um, finishing in second place in the state. I am so proud of the North Oconee team. I actually had the opportunity to profile Kendall Wells a couple weeks ago. She is the number one ranked catcher in her freshman class in the class of 2025, and I am so excited to see how she progresses for the rest of her high school career. North Oconee High School Cross Country also finished highly in the region, right, Catherine? So the North Oconee girls cross country team finished fourth in its region, and the boys finished fifth in their region. The Titans were able to send a few runners to the Region 8 for a competition this year. Liv Bledsoe led the girls team with a fourth place individual finish in the Region 5K with a time of 20 minutes and 40.61 seconds. Additionally, Hannah Marlowe finished 18th and Melissa Fisher placed 20th. For the boys, Matthew Honeycutt led the team with a 12th place finish. Four more boy runners finished in the top 30. After region competition, runners moved on to the GHSA State Cross Country Championships. The girls team sent seven runners that ended up finishing in the top 100 of the state with again Liv Bledsoe leading North Oconee. She finished 39th at the state championship with a time a few minutes slower than her region performance of 23 minutes and 6.25 seconds. Hannah Marlowe finished just behind Bledsoe, finishing in 42nd place. So the girls finished the state tournament in 10th place overall, finishing one point behind Pickens County. And on the other hand, the boys did not have any runners that moved on to the state championships. So to wrap up this season, select runners were invited to participate in the Georgia High School Meet of Champions, which will take place on November 13th at the Heritage Christian Church Cross Country Course in Fayetteville, Georgia. Wow, looks like they had a great postseason, but do have some room for improvement for next year. Michaela, can you tell me how Oconee County Cross Country did? So the Oconee County Cross Country team had another fantastic season this year. Even though they got off to a bit of a slow start, um, both the boys and the girls teams claimed the coveted title of region champs this season, so congratulations to the entire Oconee County cross country team. The Oconee County boys cross country team had another podium finish and placed fourth overall in the state meet. This makes for their third straight year of a podium finish at states for the boys team. The Oconee County girls cross country team also had a podium finish and they placed third overall in the state meet. 
This makes for their fifth straight podium finish at States. The Warriors are faster than ever. Hopefully they can keep up the pace, ha ha, and have another stellar postseason next year. Well, that's all in fall sports for Oconee County Schools. Before we head out, let's see how the winter sports are looking for the 2021-2022 school year. Michaela, let's start with your school. How are the Oconee County winter sports looking? Yeah, so there's lots of exciting things happening over at Oconee County. With the conclusion of fall sports, winter sports are beginning to start up. So both the girls and the boys basketball teams will start their season against Clark Central at home on November 16th. So that's coming up next week. The Warriors wrestling season will begin tomorrow on November 12th away at Walnut Grove High School. And the swimming and diving team will be back in the water and hoping to make a splash on December 4th for the Clark Oconee Mini Invite. So lots of exciting things underway at Oconee County in the next coming weeks. And Catherine, how are the North Oconee winter sports looking this upcoming season? Yeah, so North Oconee Wrestling is starting off its season on November 20th at Cambridge High School. Additionally, the boys basketball team started off its season with an exhibition win against Jackson County on November 9th. And they'll take a short break before returning to action against Stevens County High School on November 20th. The girls basketball team will start its season by traveling to Stevens County with the boys on the 20th. And to round out North Oconee winter sports, the swim and dive team has already taken to action on October 30th at the Cobb Relays and on November 6th in a dual meet against North Gwinnett High School. So the team will continue competition on December 4th in that same Clark Oconee mini invite that we will see Oconee County in as well. Looks like North Oconee is projected to have another great season with winter sports. To end the podcast, I have two final questions for you all. If you had to pick the top athlete from your school for the fall season, who would it be and why? Let's start with you, Catherine. So this was a hard choice for me because obviously North Oconee has a lot of really talented athletes, but I'm going to have to go with Kendall Wells this season. Um, As Hannah said, she's only a freshman this year, and we talked a little bit about how that softball team is very young, but Kendall Wells really led this team to a second place finish in the state, and I am absolutely so impressed by her work ethic at only 14, 15 years old this season. So am I. I agree with you completely. I would have chose the same thing if the question was asked to myself. Michaela, who did you choose? So I actually did a profile on Darius Johnson Jr., who is a cornerback and wide receiver for Oconee County, and feel like I got to talking with him and got to know him pretty well. So he is probably my pick of the athlete of the season, but like Catherine said, so many talented athletes to choose from, so definitely a tough decision there. Um, But Johnson is being recruited for both football and baseball, which might be a similar storyline to the quarterback at uh, North Oconee last year. Um, So he's leaning towards football right now. Um, But yeah, he had a really incredible game against Thomasville, ended up scoring a receiving touchdown and a pick six. So that is why Darius Johnson Jr. is my athlete of the season. And finally, each of our Oconee County and North Oconee beat reporters have predicted their scores for the North Oconee Miller Grove football game tomorrow night. North Oconee will begin their playoff journey at home. I predicted that North Oconee will win over Miller Grove 35-10 to because of North Oconee's amazing defense. 
all season long. Michaela, what do you think will happen? So I'm going to go with a little bit of a closer score, and I'm going to say that North Oconee High School comes out on top 27-14. to 14. And Catherine, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah, so as I said earlier, this is a really defensive-led team, so I also think that North Oconee is going to be able to hold Miller Grove low in scoring. So I'm going to go 17-10 to 10 North Oconee. And two of our beat reporters who could not be here today also sent in their score predictions. North Oconee beat reporter Sarah Detweiler predicted North Oconee to win 27-24, and Oconee County beat reporter Taylor Hearn predicted that North Oconee is going to win 28-21. That's all we have for today's episode on Oconee County Sports. This wraps up our semester's podcast. Thanks so much for listening to us every other Friday. For Carmichael Sports Media, this is Hannah Donison. Please subscribe to this podcast at anchor.fm slash carmichael-sports-media. For more information on the UGA Sports Media program, please visit our website at sportsmediainstitute.uga.edu. To see and hear more, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at BySportsMediaUGA. UGA.